Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Please share this podcast with anyone you would like to, because I truly believe that whenever God's Word is sent out, it never returns empty. And now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our most compassionate Father in heaven, we admit that more often than not, we try to cure ourselves instead of relying solely on you. Help us to know the love you have for us in and through your Son, Jesus Christ, by our daily meditations and study of your holy word. We humbly lift up this prayer in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so today we're going to talk about anxiety and worry. Don't don't cut me off now. Just hear me out. Not one of my favorite subjects, by the way. If you've ever been anxious or worried about something, raise your hand. You can't see me, but I'm raising mine high right now. You know, if I tried to eliminate worry and anxiety on my own, I would be in one heck of a mess. It is only with the help of God that we can lessen our worries and anxieties. During Lent at our church, St. Paul's Lutheran on the corner of Bull and Blanding, we have Wednesday evening services. And during Lent, we're having a special services. It's called a Journey of Stones. Each Wednesday evening, we pick up a beautiful little polished stone with a cross on it, and we hold it in our hand as we experience God's Word. And then after the sermon and during the hymn, we come forward and place the stone at the foot of a cross in a basket. And it is a journey of learning, loving, living God's words. And on Wednesday evenings, I think of the stone that I hold as my worries or burdens, if you will. After the sermon and during the hymn, we carry the stones up and place them in a basket, like I said, at the foot of a small wooden cross. When I do that, I thank God for taking my worries and anxieties, and I also thank him for the forgiveness that I was granted in and through his son, Jesus Christ. I've done this many times before, and I'm sure this may sound familiar to you as well. I have taken my worries to God before in prayer, but instead of actually giving God my worries and metaphorically placing them at the foot of the cross, I just hold them up, let him see them, show them to him, thank him, say amen, and put them back in my pocket. He doesn't want you to just show them to him. He wants you to give your worries to him. Listen to the words of Jesus as recorded in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. While most of us can't cure someone who is anxious and worries person, we can offer a kind word of support. As Christians, we know that ultimately God is the cure giver, and we are to be distinctively Christian caregivers. These are comforting words found in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. When, anxi- <laughs> when anxiety hits, among the places we go for comfort and device are family, friends, pastors, spiritual leaders, or perhaps even to a counselor or therapist. But, importantly, we must not forget to go to God's Word to calm our anxious hearts. The Bible repeatedly addresses anxiety and the reasons for it. Interesting statistic. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, more than 40 million people struggle with anxiety. While the numbers are astonishing, the majority of people struggling do not get help. Now, I'm going to read a handful of scripture today, but I've also included some references that I want to share with you. And if you want to do a deeper dive, um, open up your Bible and and take a look at these. They're they're all very comforting. Isaiah 35, 4, Psalm 94, 19, Psalm 55, 2, 2 Corinthians 4, 8, John 14, 1, Psalm 73, 1 through 5, Exodus 14, 14, Matthew 7, 7 through 12, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, Joshua 1, 9, Romans 8, 26, Isaiah 41, 13, and Deuteronomy 31, 8. Now, there's so many more, so feel free to, to dig through your Bible and find out anything in God's Word that addresses anxiety and worry. About a year and a half ago, I read a book titled, How God Changes Your Brain. The book was written by Andrew Newberg and Mark Robert Waldman. And I'm very grateful that our pastor, Tony Metz, recommended this book to me. There were a handful of takeaways after I read this book, but one that I started practicing on a daily basis is a form of yoga meditation called Satanama. Now, before you start laughing, don't envision me in a yoga outfit because it, it, it's not that, I promise. It involves repeating Satanama, that's S-A-T-A-N-A-M-A, while touching your thumb to your forefinger, then your middle finger, then your ring finger, and your pinky finger. And you do this repetitively. I'm not going to take a deep dive on this type of meditation, but you can certainly Google it and learn more on your own if you would like to. I do a variation of this. When I start my daily walk, I listen to classical music at a very low volume for 12 minutes. And during this 12 minutes of meditation, and I use that word lightly, 
I repeat six different phrases. As I am saying the first word, I touch my thumb to my index finger. Second word, thumb to middle finger. Third word, thumb to ring finger. And finally, fourth word, thumb to pinky. Not that I ever had high anxiety level, but over the last year and a half, I feel that my worries may have been diminished by this meditative practice. I think you'll see why when I share these phrases with you. Number one, Jesus abides in me. Number two, I abide in Jesus. Number three, Jesus is equipping me. Number four, Jesus is preparing me. Number five, Jesus is renewing me. And number six, I'm grateful for Jesus. It's very difficult to be anxious or worried while meditating on these truths. God's living word certainly calms our anxious hearts. In his letter to the Romans, Paul puts a wonderful perspective on this. This next reading comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 25 and 31 through 35. It's titled, Present Suffering and Future Glory. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, Graciously give us all things. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? The Bible tells us that often our fear, worry, and anxiety are a result of having a troubled heart. Anxiety frequently results from trusting our own abilities and skills more than we trust our loving fathers. As you ponder the source of your anxiety and stress, Ask God to illuminate new ways 
you can trust him with your cares. Releasing our worries and anxieties or casting our cares on him. The next words of scripture come from 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 6 through 7. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The emphasis or the word I would like to emphasize in this reading should be the word all. He doesn't say cast some of your anxieties. He says cast all. And that means giving it to him, not just showing it to him and moving on. I read a book recently written by Tim Keller titled Hope in Times of Fear. I can highly recommend this book, Hope in Times of Fear by Tim Keller. In a nutshell, the essence of this book is our hope is in the resurrection, the bodily resurrection of Jesus, and our promise from him that we will be bodily resurrected as well. In closing, I will leave you with the comforting words of Jesus as he responds to one of the criminals hanging on the cross next to him the day he was crucified. This reading comes from the book of Luke, chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Our closing prayer today comes from Lauren Hunter, who is a writer for Logos Bible Software. It's titled, A Prayer for Anxiety. Let us pray. O oh Lord, when I can't catch my breath, when my resources are depleted, help me rest and breathe in deeply, taking in your merciful love and peace. When my thoughts spiral, holding me captive in my mind, Help me release into your arms. Aware of your tender, calming understanding. Take these fears that don't make sense. Turn my face toward your word. Lead me to your faithful, peaceful, all-consuming, and all-comforting presence. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Go in peace. Serve the Lord.